existing consultants of non-McKinsey, BCG and Bain looking to make the transition into these three firms are obviously a fairly large group of clients that we deal with, right? And I want to talk about them as one group of consultants transitioning. But another group, which counterintuitively is not such a small group, are consultants at McKinsey, BCG and Bain either rotating within these three firms or even a McKinsey consultant rotating within a McKinsey itself. So sounds bizarre, but um, that is a fairly substantial group, which I'll talk about in the end. So let's talk about the first group if you belong to, I mean, I don't like the word tier two. I think it's derogative. It's a derogative. Let's say you, know, you work at one of the other consulting firms trying to move into uh, a McKinsey and so on, right? Now, a fairly big group, and I think these this group of clients make a lot of bad mistakes when they're trying to make this transition. And when we are selecting um, when we're selecting clients that fit into this group, we're trying to see how amenable they are to to fixing some of the mistakes they make, right? So let me talk through some of the classic mistakes. The first one is I think there's this obsession with trying to get into strategy projects at Deloitte, Accenture, or you know, wherever it is, A Group and whatever it is, to then show McKinsey that you know strategy, you're interested in strategy, you can do a strategy project. I'm not sure what the reason is, but I think the thinking that many candidates have is, let's, I'll use Deloitte as an example, right? Just because it's easier to say Deloitte than, than saying Accenture, Deloitte, Ernest & Young, I'll just pick Deloitte. A Deloitte consultant in, in let's say, the SNO side of the business who, let's say, is doing a technology project, right? Now, he's doing a lot of technology projects, but he's worried that he's doing a lot of technology projects. If he applies to McKinsey, McKinsey is going to look at all the technology projects and say, you don't have experience or you don't know how to do strategy, so we're not going to bring you in for the interview. Now, that consultant is saying, well, I need to get onto a Deloitte SNO pure strategy project so I can put that into my resume. Now, let me explain to you what McKinsey or BCG sees when they see your resume, right? You, you, let's look at the two options. They're seeing your resume with all the technology projects and they're seeing your resume with all the strategy projects. So on the technology side, they look at your resume and say, okay, this guy has a lot, has a strong technology background. He doesn't have a strategy background. He doesn't have an analytical background. Where, where are his skills? What kind of skills does he have in technology? Was he doing the analysis of risk, the analysis of the total lifetime costs of an ERP system? Was he doing operations work looking at ways to reduce server costs? That's interesting to McKinsey. If McKinsey sees you are working on program management for a SAP system, if McKinsey sees you are working on developing the change management models for a, again, SAP system, they're not that interested in you if you're a young consultant. So remember, I said if you're a young consultant, they're not just they're not yet interested in you. Now, McKinsey is interested in analytical roles where you are showing you can tease out a problem and build the analysis to prove or disprove an hypothesis. It doesn't matter if that's in technology. It doesn't matter if that's in healthcare. It doesn't matter if that's in change management, as long as you are being analytical. Now, there are times when McKinsey wants those people who have done these large program management roles. A lot of the older BTO candidates we've placed into McKinsey tend to have that profile. But if you're a younger candidate, it's not going to help you. McKinsey is not interested in that. 
right? Even when you want to go into BTO, McKinsey is not looking for the program management skills, the change management skills. They're looking for the analytical skills. So if you have a technology profile in your resume, it's okay, right? Provided through your resume, you can show them you're being analytical. Now, let's look at the second example, right? Your Deloitte SNO person who shows them that, you know what? You've done a lot of strategy projects. Now, there's a lot here that needs to be considered, not from McKinsey's side, but from your side in listening to this podcast. McKinsey doesn't say, hey, this is a Deloitte strategy person. They know strategy. Let's interview them. That doesn't happen. That kind of discussion doesn't take place with partners or recruiters, maybe just bad recruiters. They don't say, hey, look, this person has an interest in strategy. Let's interview them. They don't say, hey, this person did a project in for Pepsi-Cola to cut their cost by $20 million. Pepsi is one of our clients. Let's bring them in so we can put them onto the Pepsi account immediately. McKinsey, BCG do not care that you have a strategy background because they do strategy differently. You could have spent 15 years doing only corporate strategy work at Deloitte, but they're not going to be happy with that because the way they do strategy is different. I'm not saying it's bad. I don't want to comment in that direction, but it is different, right? And I do think it is better, but I'm not saying Deloitte is worse. I'm just saying they do strategy in a different way. So when you have all the strategy experience, you have experience of doing something that they don't actually do. So what do you have? So what are you actually building up any skills here? You're building up skills doing strategy projects for a version of strategy they don't do, for a type of strategy they cannot help you. Do you really need to tell them that you are interested in strategy by doing strategy work? No. It doesn't work that way. You can tell them you're interested in strategy work by applying to McKinsey and BCG. And this word strategy is overrated. I mean, there's no such thing as as McKinsey. You join McKinsey strategy practice. You join McKinsey or you join BCG, right? Most of the time, you're just going to join the firm and they'll put you onto mostly operations projects, some strategy projects. You don't have a choice. I was speaking to a Stanford graduate who insisted he wanted to join McKinsey strategy practice. And I was trying to convince him that there's no such thing as McKinsey strategy practice when you at your age. You can only join McKinsey and they will tell you where to do the projects. And you can't go into strategy and say you don't want to do operations. To be honest, operations work is quite interesting and you need the same skills and you need to be on those projects. And he just didn't understand that. So when you are a consultant looking to make the transition, I would be very careful of ignoring some of the very important skills you're learning around change management, um, technology, or whatever it is. It doesn't matter what those, it doesn't matter where you are working as long as you are doing something analytical in that role and you can demonstrate that analytic ability in the interview. But it doesn't have to be in operations, it doesn't have to be in strategy. So don't fall for that trap of saying, I must work for a strategy firm, I must work for an operations firm, even if it's not as good as McKinsey to show them you have interest. It doesn't matter at the end of the day. They know you have interest. Everyone has interest for working at McKinsey. You'd have to be, you know, basically a little bit crazy not to want to work at McKinsey if you want to be in business or BCG for that matter. So show your interest in being an outstanding professional by doing a great job where you are now, taking on roles of great analysis, not just being, not, not, being analytical doesn't mean just crunching numbers, but developing great insights from those from that number crunching and being able to write that up as amazing bullets on your resume. But if you think for a second that migrating into McKinsey SNO, uh, sorry, Deloitte SNO or Accenture Strategy Group is going to help you, it's not. Whatever role you are doing, do it as well as you can. 
produce results that count and be able to write that onto your resume, right? Now, if you're one of those people who, now we have people who were at McKinsey in, let's say, Los Angeles, or let's say McKinsey, Dubai, and they want to go to McKinsey, Los Angeles, or McKinsey, New York, and they just can't make that transition, so they hire us to get them in there, right? We've had people who were, let's say, um, reject, they left McKinsey, Toronto, two years ago. They want to go now to McKinsey, Beijing. They can't make the transition. Beijing won't interview them. What do they do then? Now, if you're one of those people, which I think is a minority, right? Uh, but not, not a biggest minority as you think, because many people, when when I was having a call yesterday with someone and they were talking to me about a McKinsey recruiter, and I said that look, be very careful of of thinking this person has any influence. This person was an associate, right? So they have no power, and a recruiter zero power as well. And do you know how many McKinsey associates there are? Thousands. Do you know how many of them leave because they can't make it? Many, right? So, a lot of people who end up leaving the firm who decide to go back, it's not always easy for them to go back because they weren't asked to stay, they were asked to leave anyway. Now, if you're managed out, it's a different story, right? But if you left because you were struggling knowing that you'd be managed out eventually, that's also a different story. That's much harder to get you in. in. But if you left on fairly good terms and you are now struggling to make that transition into a different office, if you're one of those people... I think you've got to be very careful about this, right? Firstly, let's assume you're, for example, stuck in Toronto. You're only doing banking work. You want to get onto some other sectors, but the partners don't want to move you. You have to be very careful about making that transition. We've helped people move from office to office, doing sometimes from BCG to McKinsey, sometimes from McKinsey to BCG, sometimes from BCG one office to BCG another office, to do work they want to do. But you have to be very careful about this because... One McKinsey office is not going to take you if another McKinsey office doesn't want to release you. So the tactic we follow with these kind of clients is about opening a format of negotiation whereby they are able to convince the partner that doesn't want to release them that they have to release them. We prefer that approach. If that fails, only then do we encourage them to break the firm or leave the firm and move into another office to do or another company to do the kind of work that they want to do and it i would say that i've only encouraged one person to be honest to leave either mckinsey or bcg and go to to, to the to the rival firm because i think that's a last minute option all the institutional knowledge all the credibility you built will be lost so we don't request that transition to be made until it's the last moment and it's a, it's a lot of effort right but it's like placing someone at a new organization to get that achieved. The most important thing here is to get the result you want within your current organization. And what I've found usually happens is that there's usually some influential partner that is taking a very short-term view of your development and his needs. And what you've got to point out to him is that you getting rotated onto other sectors or even another office is going to make you a better McKinsey or BCG consultant overall. So while there may be some losses in the short term, everyone wins in the in the medium to long term. It's not that easy to make that argument. I mean, we've tried that with many people. It's hard. The partner doesn't want to listen to you. They've got sh- they've they've got to deliver on certain projects. But what I would caution is that if you are a consultant looking to rotate amongst the big three or move offices within the big three, don't push 
for change because it's never going to work. You can't tell a senior partner what to do. They'll just not agree to it. You've got to get them to understand the mutual benefit of this deal going through, and that takes time. So, you know, I always caution people that if you are in that position and you're coming to us to help you move out, we're going to get you to create a win-win situation. And And that's the model we're going to follow. It's never about finding a new home for you and then giving you some launch fuel to get there, right? It doesn't actually work that way.